Recording personal funds in your business can be tricky, and you want to make sure that you're capturing and recording all of these transactions so that your business financial statements reflect all of your business transactions accurately. These personal funds may be in the form of an injection of additional personal funds that you put into your business, or you may find yourself as the business owner making a purchase for the business with your personal funds. These purchases could be made with your personal cash, a personal check, or even your personal credit card. Although mixing your personal and your business funds is never recommended, there are situations where this does happen, and you need to make sure that you're recording them correctly. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how you should handle any business expenses that are paid by you personally, and in the next episode, I'm going to talk about how you should be recording any money you're putting into your business personally. I know that these two topics are important to you as a business owner, and I want to make sure that you understand how you should be recording each of these situations. Listen in for part one of this series on personal funds and your business. Today, as I help you ensure that any time that you have a business expense that you pay for personally, that you record it correctly in your accounting and bookkeeping system. It doesn't matter if you're using a computerized bookkeeping system like QuickBooks, Wave, Zero, or FreshBooks, or a manual system such as an Excel spreadsheet. You'll know exactly how to record these transactions. Whether you are just getting ready to start your small business, you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, small business owner, virtual online bookkeeper, or virtual assistant, understanding the impact of any business expenses that you pay for personally will help you to easily record these transactions in that bookkeeping system. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right, as an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Are you looking for a computerized software solution to do your bookkeeping? I highly recommend checking out QuickBooks Online. I've been using QuickBooks myself for over 20 years and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners and I would say that over 95% of my clients are currently using QuickBooks for their businesses. One of the features most of my clients and I take advantage of is the option to set up bank feeds. You simply link your bank account to your QuickBooks account and QuickBooks will automatically import each transaction into your QuickBooks file. 
You'll save a ton of time not having to manually enter each of these transactions. You simply review each of the transactions and make sure they're getting recorded to the appropriate account. And then click one button and they're in. Want to know more? Head over to financialadventure.com quickbooks and learn how you can save 50% off of your first three months. Welcome back. I know you've heard it a thousand times or more that you should never mix your personal and your business funds. But what happens when you're shopping one day and you don't have your business checking account or your business credit card with you and you need to make a purchase for your business? Well, today I'm going to walk you through a few of the most common ways business owners run into this situation and the best ways that you can record these transactions so that your financial statements can reflect all of the expenses you have for your business. Depending on the way that your business entity is set up, the way that you handle these transactions can differ. So make sure that you talk with your tax professional to make sure that you're following the correct procedures for your business entity structure. First, you'll want to find out if this expense is something that you'll be reimbursing yourself for or if you're just planning on contributing these funds to the business. If you're not planning on paying yourself back, you will normally do a journal entry to record the purchase and offset your equity account. When you're recording your journal entry, you will debit the account for the purchase. This account is normally an expense account, and you'll credit your equity account. This account could be called owner's contributions, owner's investment, or something very similar. For example, say that you went to your local office supply store and you needed to purchase some ink for your printer, but you didn't have your business checking account with you or your business credit card. You decide to purchase the ink and pay for it with your personal funds. You'll want to keep the receipt to prove that the purchase was made and you would record a journal entry to debit your office supplies account and you would credit your owner's contribution account. Remember, this is how you would record your transaction if you are not planning on reimbursing yourself or paying yourself back for the purchase at any time in the future. On the other hand, if you would like to reimburse yourself, there are a couple of options. If you decide you want to reimburse yourself right away, you can write a check from the business to yourself and record this check with the account for which the purchase was made. So following the previous example, if you went to the office supply store and you purchased ink for your printer and you paid for it personally, you would simply write a check to yourself and you would record the check as an office supply. Remember to keep the receipt and make a note that it was purchased personally and then it was reimbursed with the check that you wrote out from the business for the reimbursement. This method is most likely the simplest way to record any purchases that you make for the business with personal funds. If you make a purchase for the business, but you don't want to pay yourself back right away, you could set up a loan to yourself to track any of the expenses that you're incurring and that you would like to pay back to yourself at some point in time. When you do this, you would also need to record the transaction as a journal entry. Much like the first journal entry I mentioned, this journal entry would again debit the account for which you are making the purchase. In our ink example, you would debit your office supplies account and you would then credit your owner's note payable account so that you can pay yourself back at some point in the future. This owner's note payable account is a liability that shows up on your balance sheet. 
If all of this talk about journal entries and debits and credits are confusing you, I do want to offer one more solution for you if you're not reimbursing yourself for the business purchase that you paid for personally. If you're using a computerized software bookkeeping system like QuickBooks, you can also create a $0 transaction. This might seem like an odd thing for you to do, but actually behind the scenes, it's going to do the same thing as the journal entries I talked about earlier. You can create a $0 transaction by entering a check or even an expense. Either way, you will select yourself as the vendor and then in the accounts area, you will select the account that you want to categorize the transaction to and enter this as a positive number. For our ink example, again, you would select the office supplies account and enter the dollar amount as a positive number. Then on the next line, you will select your owner's investment account or your owner's note payable account depending on whether you wanted to pay yourself back at some point in time or not, and then you would enter that same dollar amount as a negative number. This negative amount will zero out the transaction and you will actually record a $0 check or expense. If you're struggling and are looking for some help with your bookkeeping, let me know. When you have a bookkeeper helping you with your bookkeeping, all you need to do is provide your bookkeeper with your bank and credit card statements, as well as any other data that they would need to keep your books up to date. This can all be done virtually, so you don't even need to worry about them coming into your office. Most bookkeepers even have their own accounting software, which can save you the cost of having to purchase the software on your own. But if you are already using an online bookkeeping system, you'll need to make sure that you grant them access to be able to pick up the transactions where you left off. If you are considering outsourcing your bookkeeping, it can actually be as affordable as $97 a month, depending on the number of transactions that you have. I want you to know that I am here for you if you ever have questions, if you need help with your bookkeeping, or if you'd like more information about how much it would cost to have your bookkeeping done for you. You can contact me by going to financialadventure.com slash contact hyphen us. I'll post a link where you're listening to this podcast so that you can easily contact me. And don't forget to grab your free copy of the five essentials for stress-free bookkeeping. This guide is helpful whether you are doing your own bookkeeping for your business or you're doing bookkeeping for multiple businesses by covering the five essentials that every business needs to do to have stress-free bookkeeping. Grab your free guide by going to financialadventure.com slash five essentials. That's the number five, E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S. And lastly, if you are interested in joining me and thousands of other female entrepreneurs who are focused on having more free time more margin in your finances, more assurance in yourself and your business decisions at the Money, Faith, and Business virtual event, you can go to financialadventure.com resources to get more details and register for the event. It all starts on September 13th, 2021, so make sure that you reserve your spot today. I'll post this link in the show notes for you as well. All right, to recap this episode. Number one, you've heard it a thousand times or more that you should never mix your business and your personal funds. But we all know that this can happen 
when you're shopping and you forget your business checking account or your business credit card. Or say there's a special sale and you weren't even planning on making that business purchase that day. Number two, make sure that you talk to your tax professional to make sure that you are following the correct procedures for your entity structure. Number three, decide if this purchase that you made for your business from your personal funds will be something that you'll be reimbursing yourself for or if you're just planning on contributing these funds to the business. Number four, if you're not planning on paying yourself back, you will normally do a journal entry to record the purchase and offset your equity account. You'll debit the account for the purchase and you'll credit your equity account. Your equity account could be called something like owner's contributions, owner's investment, or something similar. Number five, if you decide that you do wanna reimburse yourself right away, you can write a check from the business to yourself and record this check with the account for which the purchase was made, such as office supplies. Remember to keep the receipt and make a note that this purchase was purchased personally and reimbursed with a check that you wrote out from the business. This method is most likely the simplest way to record any purchase that you make for the business personally. Number six, if you make the purchase for the business but you do not want to pay yourself back right away, you could set up a loan to yourself to track any of the expenses that you're incurring and would like to pay back at some point in time. This loan account would be considered a liability and would show up on your balance sheet. Number seven, there is one other solution for you if you're not reimbursing yourself for the business purchase that you paid for personally. If you're using a computerized software bookkeeping system like QuickBooks, you could create a $0 transaction. You can create a $0 transaction by entering a check or even an expense. Either way, you will select yourself as the vendor and in the accounts area, you'll select the account to categorize the transaction to and enter this in as a positive number. For our example with the ink purchase, you would select office supplies. Then on the next line, you would select your owner's investment account or your owner's note payable account, depending on whether you wanted to pay yourself back at some point in time or not. And you would enter that same dollar amount as a negative number. This negative dollar amount will zero out the transaction and you will actually record a zero dollar check or expense. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing that you will take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. 
And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. Thank you.